Welcome to Women's Brew, where women talk about beer. In today's episode, we're heading north of the English border to discuss the Scottish breweries you know and love, as well as some hidden gems you may not be aware of yet. I'm Joanne and this is Tori. Hello. And we're two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. you missed an opportunity there to do something very Scottish with your hello there I, I didn't want to <laughs> I it crossed my brain <laughs> I thought it I might did, have done but I didn't want to because I just thought don't want to upset anybody yeah and I was like it's gonna be so shit like it will be <laughs> utter utter shit and I was like mm, no no it's like anytime someone finds out I'm from the US and then they start going like oh Way I'm walking, and you're just like I'm not even from New York. <laughs> it's funny <laughs> go there, and I was like I don't want to do that, so I'm just gonna just. just do they do hi. they do New York stuff to you? I don't think I've ever seen somebody. I've do definitely that to you. had someone. Have they? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so many people do, but it's like uh, it's a joke. Like, and like yeah, one yeah. guy at work does it all the time, but like we laugh about it. We'll just go, yeah. "Hey, I'm walking here," yeah, just because yeah. it's funny. And then, but then I'm like, "But that's not even that's New York." And he's like, "I know, it's just funny." And we just do that. And he's like, "What does Boston sound like?" I'm like, "Damn, <laughs> it's distinct." <laughs> so yeah. I don't think anyone. <laughs> Everyone that thinks they're doing like a New England accent where you're just doing a New York accent. And I'm like, that's not brilliant. No, but that's okay. Uh, but I didn't want to do that to Scottish people. So I was going to just whip out a neighbor or something like that. And then I was like, yeah, maybe don't. Because, yeah, I'm not the master of accents. Uh, Do I, I ever tell you uh, about the time that someone decided to pinpoint my accent? <laughs> No, <laughs> it was when I was at uni, and I went to uni and- in Bournemouth. Um, and I was in a taxi, like going to a party out somewhere, and uh, yeah, I was in this cab with with this cab driver, and he was like, "Oh, where are you from?" And I was like, oh, "I'm from Kent," and he's like, "Oh, where from in Kent?" Oh, Maidstone. He's like, "Yeah, you've got a Maidstone accent," and I was like, "But how do you even know what a Maidstone accent is?" I don't think Maidstone accent is any different from anywhere else in Kent. I think like, he's taking the, the piss. I think he was absolutely taking the piss. And I, I, I was just like, what do you very... mean? He's like, no, no, you've got like, there's a distinct twang that comes from And I'm like, talking shit, mate. <laughs> I think you have a very, um, like, inoffensive accent. Mm. Like, I think it's very, it's yeah, just a very neutral, like, yeah, but I, it's not like... Uh, it's just like a generic like English accent yeah. without it being like Cockney the stereotype like proper London like it's yeah. not it's not like that and it's not northern it's not like over the top like northern it's just and it's not like that like super super like posh like yeah Queen's fairly neutral yeah it's just very neutral just very like inoffensive yeah how he got made <laughs> apparently this guy was an expert on southern it, english dialects obviously bit creepy if i'm honest bit creepy that he knows that like so well i don't know i get, well, I I get out of that cab i get bristol and west country but <laughs> yeah, like i didn't think like bristol was uh, like i didn't think there was a very i didn't think like the bristolian accent really sounds that much different to, like anywhere else uh but I don't know apparently I'm very west country sometimes I don't know although someone that I met for the first time at work the other day 
he's new to the company and I was introduced to him I literally just said like oh hi how are you getting on sort of thing and he went what country are you from <laughs> and I literally <laughs> was like I was so taken aback because nobody ever <laughs> knows that or asks that yes yeah. and he like immediately he just kind of looked at me and he was like what country are you from and I was like strange I don't know and then I just said um we we then the game that we play with everyone it's uh what country do you think I'm from right yeah I didn't even say it but the person that introduced me was like (laughs) what what do you think and I was like yes this is the game we play now what do you think and then I I swear I think he said something like Portugal like he he asked if I was Portugal Portugal. something and I was like no not at all uh and then I told him a new one yeah, well, I swear he said that. I can't remember now. Um, and I was like, no, the US. And he was like, I was going to say, like, you did say something and it sounded very specifically like American. And I was like, all right. And it, it just, it caught me off guard because nobody ever, yeah, nobody ever guesses that. Everyone's like, oh, Bristol West Country. Even in <laughs> Wales, they were like, Bristol West Country. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I've been asked if I'm Australian. This guy before. off the bat is like, by an American. Yeah, yeah, by an American. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I could guess that because I think this, I have never had the trouble telling the difference between British, like Scottish, English. I think, well, like Welsh can be yeah. hard depending on like where in Wales that person's from. And you can tell like Ireland and all yeah. that. I think the difficulties between, for me, between like New Zealand and Australia. Oh like, yeah, that's really there hard. Is a Although sometimes, sometimes it's very like you can pick it up, and then mm-hmm. sometimes it's like not a clue. But a lot of American people think British people, like English people, in Australian sound the same. <laughs> I don't really understand. <laughs> also, when I was on cruise ships, um, someone looked at my name tag and went, "Oh, England. What part of Wales is that?" <laughs> And I was like, at least they mm. knew that like Wales was a place, <laughs> right? Because I'm fairly <laughs> certain like, I've mm, spoke. No. I'm fairly certain I've spoken to people about <laughs> over here, and they've right. not even realised that Wales was attached. Yeah, they were like, you could just drive to Wales. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, this is not the river. Anyway, total, total <laughs> tangent. We're talking about You'll probably Scottish cut all of this <laughs> breweries. No, nah, I think this is all staying in. This is a good start. Um, right. Um, well, we, you Scottish know, breweries. Ask- Asking you shall receive. Yes. We were Finally. asked to do an episode on Scotland. Took us a little while. We are here. Took us a while. But you know what? We're going to treat you. You're going to get two different Scottish episodes. Yeah. We thought we'd split it into two different ones. So today is Scottish breweries. And the next one will be on Scottish styles. Because, you know, that takes a little bit more work. <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe not the one directly after this. No. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how we go on. But that is a separate episode. Also, so don't worry. getting Scottish styles of beer down here in the Old South is mm. slightly more difficult. So that we're building up to that one. Saying that, however, it was a really great excuse to buy from certain breweries that we're going to talk mm. about today. It was orders that I wanted to put in at a certain brewery. And then we yes. were like cool i guess we've got to order these now yeah um so yeah we'll we'll talk about that in a bit so uh hopefully today we the the goal of today is just to kind of talk about breweries either ones that we already knew ones that you probably know big ones little ones that maybe you've never heard of ones that i hadn't even heard of until researching this episode just just to see what was out there uh and hopefully you come away from today 
at least finding one Scottish brewery that you're like, oh, it'd be quite cool to try that one. Let me give that one a go. Uh, or just reaffirm your love for whatever brewery you already like that Scottish. So, uh, yeah, I think let's let's make a start. We can, yeah, we can crack, crack the first one open. Um, right, so we have both got beers from Simple Things Fermentation. You've got a proper, proper I've boy. got a bottle. I've got a bottle and I have got the breaded 80 shilling. Now, an 80 shilling is a Scottish beer style. So we will get into what that is in the next Scottish episode. So don't ask any questions about that right now. <laughs> what yeah. one have you got? So I have uh, the pale ale from them. Excellent. This is one that, that I think, yeah, so basically... Mm-hmm rewind how we ended up with them as well uh so there's another episode i'm not going to give away what the episode is but you managed to find something they had that we had heard about but couldn't find (laughs) and then you were like oh wow this brewery does this particular one that we're looking for i'm not going to give a spoiler away and then you ended up putting in an order and then i think you also had um something left over from a box that you had got somewhere yep. that had like an extra one of them in it and then you're like I'll give you one of these and then I'm putting yes. in an order and I'll get you this so yes. I wanted to try them anyways because they sounded really really cool so you thankfully gifted me the ones that I've got from them I did really it's kind like that that's how we do things around here it is it's it's mm-hmm. all like I've got an extra you can have it so yep. on and so forth um the other one I've got besides the one that I won't name is a pilsner and I was almost gonna have that tonight but then I thought I'm going to go with the pale ale because I feel like I haven't had a pale ale, just a plain, not a plain, but I haven't just had a pale ale for a while. I feel like there's always something else that I'm like, not a pale ale tonight, something else. So bring it back. I've also got the, I've got a session stout and I've still got a Scottish export, which actually, this is an 80 shilling. A Scottish export is technically an 80 shilling as well. So actually they're the same. Although this one, this one's the same. This one's breaded, so that's where it's different. So I'm excited. I'm gonna crack this open. Yeah, let's get this open because we've been talking too long and there's no oh, beer in glasses. It's been a day. It's been a week and it's only oh, no. Monday. Mine's lively. But I saved her. No spillages in this village. <laughs> I saved her. I <laughs> saved her life. <laughs> Oh, mine's got a nice, nice bit of head on there. I, so I don't have, uh, I didn't have any. Oh, I did. Have, I was gonna say I didn't have any Scottish tops. I did. I had my Vault City. Do you know it's what? It's in the wash. So I've instead, s- I'm wearing my Echo shirt. Mine too. I was just sat there just now, and I'm like, have I got any Scottish breweries? I don't think I have. Oh, I've got Vault City. It's in the wash because we used it for a recording the other day. So I am wearing black iris today. I love that shirt. Got I love their shirts. I just went. Echo, I got Echo because I bought a shirt. Um, yeah, that's a good at- one. The festival we were at this past weekend, and I'm not going to say what it was because I'm not going to date it. it. <laughs> but you can probably figure out which <laughs> festival Echo Big was at. Big beer festival we were at. Oh, that's about so. Mine is like a lovely caramel amber color, and it's got a lovely foamy kind of beige tan head. There's a nice bit. It smells. It smells like banana. Oh. Yours smells amazing. Mine's got a nice like little bit of fruitiness, fruity hoppiness. Mm. Um, it's it's like a bit sweet, like malty sweetness. It's a nice fruity fragrance. Um, so the only thing, like I, re- so the two things, I'm holding up the bottle to the camera, right? 
So um, I find that simple things, fermentation bottles. Oh, she is exploding out the top. <laughs> watching the video that's an exciting she's, one she's watch. very excited she's having a little drip um they have these very interestingly shaped labels so they've got like a wiggly yes. edge i've got the same one. um they look really lovely the only thing is for us label collectors they're a bit of a nightmare to get off i don't think this is going to come off very no, well i think it's going to gonna do rip. It very, you have to do it very very carefully because of the wobbly edge um if you want to get it off and there's lots of nice information on this, but it's got more like the labels then like typed over the top of it. It's kind of layered, which looks really nice, but then it makes it a little bit difficult to read the lovely information that's on it. So, you know, love it, but you know, pros and cons. I would I would say as well that um I would recommend if you're gonna try to take it off, maybe try boiling a kettle, yeah, putting it in, and then even if you've got like even, a straight no, razor, then, like a um, straight edge. Be- yeah, you've got to be really careful because you've got to get under each one of the of the segments. Of I'm the edge. thinking my actual label, the type of label this one is. I think it's not going to matter. I think mine's going to rip regardless because I just yeah. don't think it's the type you can take off. Um, um, yeah, which is a shame does. because it's a very <laughs> can <one's>... confirm. <laughs> As I said, this one, to be fair, is a very basic design on it but i actually quite like it because it's i think it's very it's very simple but effective yeah Yeah, it's not like magpie shiny bright nice colorful artwork on it or anything like that but there's something about this like the simplicity in it that's just really nice yeah because you've got a can one the bottle ones are kind of layered print so you've got your print and then there's a name that's printed over the top but you can see through it oh right it's not solid but it does just mean that you've got to really look at the information, which is fine because I am looking at it anyway. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, it says cocktail of orange, zest, grapefruit and berries, uh, oats, wheat and finest quality marisotta. Um, provide a smooth, sweet foundation. Yeah, I would agree with that from the aroma as well. You definitely get like orange zest in there. Mm. It tastes quite nice as well. Oh. That is really nice. It's not as um, it's just very well balanced, really. Yeah, I think it's like uh, it's hoppy, but it's not like you can taste the hops, but it's not massively, massively hoppy. It's just this like everything blends together really, really well, and it's just really pleasant. I feel like if it was sunny out, I know I say this a lot for pale ales, but it's like this one's definitely one of those like in the hot weather. This yeah. would be particularly nice and refreshing refreshing because of that orange zest and the grapefruitiness yeah so seeing as this is an 80 shilling that means it's going to be a very malt forward beer um which is it's got a bit of that caramelliness that i could like get from the color and the aroma like heaven. Um, add a bit of like a spiciness to it as well and there's rye in it so that's why oh um i think I should have left it longer because I'd like the Brett to actually come through a bit more. It's still a bit young, um, so you're not getting huge amounts of that lovely funkiness. And I've just seen, now that I'm looking closely at the label, like I said, so it's layered over the top so you can't really read it. And then I was like, oh, it's called Get to Funk. (laughs) I like that. That's good, isn't it? I like the name of it. So one thing, I guess, like, if you've never heard of them before, I've jotted down some notes about mm-hmm. them. So it was found, they were founded in 2019 by Phil, I would say Sison. So sorry if I've not pronounced Sison. your name. Yeah, Sison. Sorry if I've not pronounced your name properly, but 
that's that's how I pronounce it. Um, interestingly, apparently, formerly worked in a music uh, in music studio management. Oh, mm. That was really really interesting. Um, Brewery is based in Glasgow. Um, yeah, just as you know, often produce beers providing a modern take on trad styles or providing a twist to something more contemporary. And I I would agree with that. I think that they do have just really interesting traditional styles as well as more like modern stuff from what I've seen. Yeah. Um, and all their beer is vegan friendly. It's it's vegan friendly, unfiltered, unpasteurized, and naturally carbonated. Nice. Um, through the re-fermentation process which was interesting and it says they also use local and forage ingredients where possible mm. so that was definitely a cool one i um, had a spruce beer from them i think love a, good love spruce, a spruce beer, beer. love a spruce beer um and yeah i can confirm they do modern takes on tra- traditional styles um very useful because it is you know if you're doing any sort of beer style training finding the traditional scottish styles can be a little bit difficult and actually as i said i've got their scottish export which is very useful because scottish export is a bit difficult to get hold of so that was fun to find that with them i am on their website right now because basically we'll we'll put links up to all this because i I didn't want to go on like i could go on and i could read Mm -hmm. all the information about them um they've got an about me section and you can learn more about them but I, i didn't want to take away i wanted to just kind of highlight for people like the the highlights of the about me where they are when they started that kind of thing and anything if there's something particularly interesting but really go check it out for yourselves because it's all written there we'll we'll link it all put Um, all the links in the show yeah but i just went to click on the beers that are available right now um or maybe they're not available right but what they've created so far not necessarily what's in their shop and what I came up with was they did a collab with Thornbridge called Whiskers on Kittens which was a chocolate Dunkelweiss nice I want that Mm. like while you were talking and I saw that I was like (laughs) I thought you made a face Oh, yeah, I made a face, not at you. It was no. as I was. Yeah, I don't mean that naughty, that pleasant, no. happy face. I know, I knew it wasn't. I knew it wasn't me. I was like, oh, she's sitting. She's seen something. I was just like, that's made oh, her very happy. Oh my god! Like what? That sounds beautiful. I want that again. Some of the stuff that they have done in the past, so it's like you know, seasonals. Like they've got, um, so they've got a core range. They've got two in their core range. One of which is this pale ale, and the other <laughs> is the twisted pilsner, which is the other one I have. And then they've got seasonals. But they've got a best bitter, a bramble saison. Like how oh, amazing that's I've had the bramble saison, it was delicious. They've got a Scottish light, a session stout, table beer, four and extra stout, and a golden ale. And then they've got collaborations, which was with Thornbridge was the whiskers on kittens, chocolate dunkle vice, which I want that. Like, give it to me now. That sounds amazing. And the label is a little bit more eye-catching than like, because it's got a bit of the Thornbridge flair to yeah. it as well. Um, and then they've done one with, uh, I believe it's Exhale, which is a Belgian pale, which love that. Um, uh, oh, Glass Ladies. They've done a Hop and Vice, which, you know, I love that as well. And then another Thornbridge, which was a Rash beer. And I am here for Roush beers. Like, yes. Lovely looking, some smoke beer. I was going to say, looking at what's in their shop right now, 
so basically i am on a no limited buying so i'm I'm like you're on a on a no beer buying this so this episode doing this episode is one of the most difficult things because i'm gonna come out there and say it right now from what i've seen scottish breweries are fucking killing it they've got some of the the most interesting to me and just in general like taking from like traditional english and european like german styles and stuff and finding ways to make it just more interesting mixed firm and like all this kind of amazingly interesting stuff so one of the hardest things for me is i as if having you know beer as a hobby and podcasting as a hobby uh you know board games as a hobby as if these were not already naturally potentially expensive hobbies in themselves i decided to get back into video gaming and i <laughs> bought all the parts to build myself a pc uh, and that sent me back a fair amount of money <laughs> yeah they're not cheap i'm future proofing for winter so i have so i can drink beer inside yeah. and do things inside with my beer instead of outside but going through all of these websites and everything else i was like i'm really gonna i'm like i have to cut back my beer buying <laughs> And then I started looking at these brews, especially the ones I'd never heard before that I'm like, I really want to try it. So this is a fucking struggle. <laughs> I'm looking. October fest season is yeah. going to be the hardest season. I okay, think. how many October fest emails did you get in your email today? Because I got about none. I got about none. You, oh, you're not signed up to enough. enough I don't think I'm signed up to enough emails because, because I got of, like because three October fest emails I today. That. I got I got one. I got one. I think I've got one. Uh, but I don't sign up to that many of them because I have them all on Instagram and stuff. And I just know that if I get the emails, that's it. I'm fucked. Like I want to know, but also I don't want to know because. Yeah, top tip. Air on a little bit, of course. In case you haven't heard us say this before, dear listeners, if you want to be at the forefront of buying beers from your favorite breweries or your favorite bottle shops, sign up to their newsletters. You're going to get, yes. you're going to potentially get discounts. You're going to get the news early. Free release pre-release information early like the newsletter is the place to be like they put it on their social media but often it goes out to the newsletter list first so there's something you're particularly after make sure you're on news on their newsletter lists on the email lists and also while you're at it you can get on our email list (laughs) i'll put a little link down below premature plug premature plug (laughs) you can get on our email list too but yeah, I'm I'm looking at this case and there's a seasonals and there's like a seasonal that's got the German ale, the golden ale, the rash beer, the Scottish they export, do grid- so the, the one thing that extra I, stout. One thing I really like about uh, about Simple Things is they do really good mixed cases of what they've currently got. So you can just buy one of it or like one or two of everything in a box and just have at it. I really like that. It's it's enabling me to buy bad. more beer but it yeah. is bad and i do love though like on all of them it does break down the yeah. ingredients it says the malts used like in the rash beer is beach smoked uh wheat melanoidin and munich nice. oh, there's also carafa is it carafa three that's yeah. i've not heard of that one that's an interesting one i've got some carafa three carafa three carafa three uh that was carafa e (laughs) (laughs) lots of eyes uh and then like the hops they've got magnum and tetnanger tetnanger that's not a hop i've ever heard of oh that's a very traditional german hop yeah i just i don't think i know german hops Mm. as well so that's just really interesting i was like oh okay then 
cold yeast and yeah it's just it's really interesting seeing that they do have it all like broken down and oh, so so tasty and all that so yeah i i really like this so far i'm gonna pour a bit more yeah out. no this is this is good i think this is a good example although I, I i would like a bit more funk from it but i think that comes with age and i've just i drank it so <laughs> they've also go. got they've got a mixed case of wild styles as well and they've done a sriracha saison and a tetanang saison nice interesting a sriracha saison that could be sriracha's a hop yeah no yeah your sriracha ace yeah. uh I do know that. Give me credit for something. Uh, Sriracha is a very, from my experience, it's very, it's very divisive. Yeah. <laughs> People either really enjoy Sriracha yeah. hop beers or they are like, oh, they this really is don't. the devil's hop and I don't want it anywhere near. Like, it's like, it's on a similar <laughs> I level don't mind to it, Sabro. Actually. I know, it's like, it's apparently, it's like yeah. uh, raisins or whatever. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm like, Sultanas, not raisins, sultanas. Sultanas, sorry, exactly. Like, people that really <laughs> like sriracha, like, yeah. it's sriracha, yes, get it right. <laughs> and the other people, like, ugh, get that in the bin where it belongs. <laughs> I personally don't mind sriracha. Like, I don't mind those beers, I but it's like. very distinct. I've only, I think I've only ever had one beer with sriracha ace in it. Oh, what, what beer was that? It was, it was a Brooklyn brewery beer from a long time ago. Okay. I think I've had um at least one wild weather one okay. and then i've had like pomona islands used it um mm. yeah i don't i think i might be one of the only people that are like i don't mind it like i wouldn't say i massively love it but i wouldn't say that like i wouldn't be like oh that's my favorite hop ever right. but i actually like if it's in there i'm like oh actually i'll okay. be interesting let yeah. me try it but i'm interested of how that works in a saison just because of the fact that the flavors are isn't it quite spicy yeah but <sighs> Not in a way, like, I'm just trying to think of how it would land mixed with, like, right. the rest of the state. Like, it's spicy, but in a very particular way. Okay. If that makes sense? Yeah. Um, it's just not what I picture being in a, in a sense. I'm sure it's probably amazing, but it's just interesting, really. And we're not allowed to buy it because we haven't got any money. I'm not allowed to buy that. <laughs> we're on beer buying bam. We've got to use up the beers that we've got. Unless they <laughs> release. I will put this out there unless they really re-release that Thornbridge car. <laughs> then I'll be like, oh, we um, need to have something again. <laughs> Oktoberfest three, because we've done Oktoberfest every year. I mean, we'll I have mean to. I'm saving I like the we'll thing. I am saving my money very much for Oktoberfest beers and, pu- and pumpkin spice beers. I'm not ashamed of that. I'm, uh, yeah, someone, I'm someone tagged me in a meme I'm that 100% was there. someone tagged me in a meme which is like the greatest meme which was uh someone driving in a car and it said objects in the mirror may appear closer oh, than they are and that. it was <laughs> like somebody running with like it was like a pumpkin headed yeah. person with the crown on just like running and the person was like driving the car was just horrified and I was like I love this. This is amazing. <laughs> and then it said something like uh, pumpkin spices around the corner, something like that. And I was like, yes. <laughs> yes. I was like, yes, please. Gonna make us happy. Oh, but yeah, that's that's the high level on, on simple things fermentation or STF, depending on yep. how you see the label. Cool. So while we have we've topped up our drinks, and yes. I think while we kind of sip on the rest of it, I could just 
show you some other ones that I hadn't actually heard of until I started researching them. And a few of them just stood out to me as ones that I was like, these look really cool and they're ones that I wanted to try. Or they just had a really good like ethos to them. Or they're ones that I thought people would like. They're a bit more crafty in presentation at least and their styles are more or the styles more interesting or they've got cool label artwork or any of us but it's not ones that I had heard of before so it'd be interesting to see if anybody listening has heard of them but uh the first one I've got is Alchemy Bruin so they are based in Livingston see Scotland (laughs) (laughs) um and yeah I I did um I quite enjoyed the way the artwork is it's really hard to explain but it's almost they look almost like ruinesque like like they almost look like ruins on them they've got some cool names and they have a 80 shilling as one of them um that's going to come up I think a lot with quite a few Scottish breweries they're going to go back to their roots and do the trad ones yeah where our breweries down here are doing um gold nails and and uh best all the all the different bitters yeah and and dark (laughs) and dark milds they're doing the shillings (laughs) So yeah, I mean, I mean, skimming through. So these are just like the beers they do, not necessarily what's on sale with them at the moment. They've got a lager called Talisman. They've got an extra pale ale called Charisma. I saw that and I thought, unique uh, RuPaul. I just wanted to be like, where's uniqueness, nerve, and talent? Like all of them should be up there, but it's just Charisma. There's no uniqueness, nerve, or talent. Unfortunately, <laughs> Mr. Trick. Um, <laughs> they have Brilliant. Uh, an OZ IPA. An Oz, I'm guessing is that like Australia? Oz, yeah, Oz like, IPA. Yeah, interesting. I don't think I've ever heard one called that before. No, I don't think I've ever heard that. Oh, I have had an Alchemy beer. Brewing beer. Have you? Yes. I'm. So as you call these out, I'm going to look up and see. I've had them. I thought I had heard of them. Um, I had a beer called Bring Out the Imp, which <laughs> was um a imperial oatmeal stout oh imperial stout yeah in whiskey casks yeah that i was gonna say that's one of them on here is the imperial uh imperial stout bring out the imp um I yeah but it was okay do you think you thought it was all right it was okay i thought it's boozy boozy lots of yeast coffee and currant burnt a little bit oily but i mean that's what you expect from a from a proper imp isn't it did you have it on tap or did you have it out of the bottle, the bottle? interesting um, where'd you looking, get it looking but i think i must have bought that from a bottle shop because looking at my i'm on my untapped right now dear listeners looking at it i had it when i was trying different oatmeal stouts uh, and i had it against sam smith's oatmeal stout as a comparison interesting yeah back in 2018 Ooh. Uh, so quite a while ago as well. Yeah, so it quite could a while be ago. that maybe like recipes have changed as well. Yeah, yeah. Be interesting to see if you tried it now, if your taste or the yeah, recipe or something else has changed. Definitely changed since then. Oh, mine's changed since like a year and a half ago. Last two week. years ago. But yeah, mine's <laughs> changed since like a week ago, like honestly. <laughs> uh yeah, so bad day at the office is the Oz IPA. I've never heard one actually called Oz IPA, which mm. is interesting. Uh there's a pale ale called Ritual. There's 10-story malt bomb, which is a modern 80 shilling. There is the Citra IPA called Arcana. Then Bring Out the Imp, which is the Imp Stout. That's <laughs> cool. And then you have Talisman LA or Talisman La, <laughs> low alcohol lager. 
So that's cool. They do like a low alcohol option as well. Yeah. So it'd be quite interesting to see what that tastes like. Um, yeah. And it looks like there's there's also a bunch of stuff that's kind of that's their list that they had. But it looks like when you actually go to their shop, they sell lots of other breweries. Well. So they, they sell Bay Valley Brewery, which I'd never heard of them. And there's mm. a bunch of stuff on there. Keith Brewery, there's a bunch of stuff on there. One called Snake Venom. And then you've got the uh, Alchemy Brewing one. So good place yeah. to get some Scottish beers if you want them then. Yeah pretty interesting although saying that i don't think they ship i think you have to be collecting yeah i think especially i think a lot of these like the highlands and the islands around scotland yeah it's a bit difficult i think a lot of these smaller places up there um they don't really tend to ship out yeah unfortunately but i just thought i'd call out in case someone's up visiting or lives up there or anything else so yeah that one seemed like an interesting one uh next one up is black isle brewing co which is located the black isle (laughs) which is (laughs) highlands um yeah so they are i found this one to be actually really quite interesting so they are all organic brewing um they've got a shepherd's hut that you can rent out as well and there's a veg garden there's literally it says like there's a veg garden there and interestingly they are carbon neutral oh that's really interesting yeah how, um, now, how cool is that it doesn't look like i've had any of theirs but i do recognize the labels so i've seen them somewhere so looking at them as well like a lot of what they do is very environmentally friendly and conscious mm. they are um so it's like right on it their commitments it says we've taken our first steps reaching net zero emissions by becoming carbon neutral um, they're working with Climate Partner to support protection of the Amazon rainforest in Para Brazil, as well as nice. the development of wind energy and Salodi India. Um, yeah, they've signed the SME Climate Commitment, pledging to have uh, have their greenhouse gas emissions by 2030 and achieve net zero emissions by 2040. So, I mean, that's already that's a pretty good thing that they are yeah. doing there. Um, I mean, they've been going, so they started off in a cart shed in 1998 <laughs> and then they've grown since there. They, you know, they're working to increase biodiversity. It says they plant, they're planting over 7,000 native broadleaf trees, uh, reinstating hedgerows, digging new ponds, creating wetlands. Like they're doing nice. a lot in terms yeah. of nature. And then, yeah, I saw some weather. So there's a, an accommodation called the Shepherd's Hut. And I'm just looking at it now. And it is like this tiny little, it's like one of those little tiny houses. It's yeah. literally just like a little bed in a tiny little kitchen. It looks like a little wooden hut, but like raised up mm-hmm. with like a nice little decking. And it oversees some farm area. And I mean, that's that could be a pretty cool way to spend a night if you were looking to get yeah. away somewhere different. Um, yeah, they've booked through Airbnb. So obviously we'll put the links I don't know how big our show notes are, but we'll try. Yeah, there, there may be a lot for you to go and enjoy in these show notes. So if you don't regularly yeah. check our show notes, yeah. this is the show to go and have a look at all of our lovely links. Yeah. It's saying that it overlooks organic fields where you'll likely have horses, sheep, and cows to keep you company. Nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, in terms of the shop, what they have up there is they've got a pale ale, they've got a blonde. 
apps. These are the, you know, their core range beers are the pale, the blonde. Uh, there's one called Goldfinch, which I'm going to guess is a golden ale. Mm-hmm. Orange and golden. Um, there's a porter. You've got, um, oh, what is this one? Red kite. I'm going to guess is that a red, a red ale? Oh, it's an amber. It's like, it doesn't actually say on it. You've got to kind of click into them to yeah. see some of them. Uh, there's one called Spider Monkey, Hibernate, and oh, they've got Scotch Ale. Nice. So, yeah. Oh, Spider Monkey. Fun fact. It's pineapple. has pineapple ooh. aroma. Fun fact. Scotch Ale and Wee Heavy are technically the same thing. Top tip. One one for you to take away to our next episode. Yep. Um, But, yeah, I mean, looking at it, they do some really interesting ones. Like, if you click on the seasonal, they've got one called Coco Van Porter, and that ooh. is... um. It's got coconut, chocolate, and vanilla in it. Obviously, it's a porter. I'm going to guess it's probably more of like a, I don't know. I was going to guess a bit more Christmassy, but it looks like that it's more summery because they've got sort of like... Mm. Tropical leaf flavours. Tropical there. leaves on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nice. Also put four, We've also put 400 litres in two rum barrels of it. So that could be cool. You can buy this that. one, actually. I thought that... It, when I click seasonal, it was just going to take me to things that weren't totally out at the moment. Uh, but no, you can definitely buy that. That sounded really interesting and eye-catching. This one sounds really good. And it looks like it's a share in bottle, 750 mil. And it's called Colonel Custard's Christmas Ale. Ooh. It says, Colonel Custard is the nickname of a tiny dog with a massive personality. <laughs> our annual release is in memory of Tusk of uh, our annual release in memory of Tusker is a stonker. We've gone bourbon bonkers, a 100% organic imperial scotch ale aged in Heaven Hill barrels, a rich, deep vanilla aroma with silky smooth finish. Wow. How amazing does that sound? Like these were, when I first looked at the core range, the core range is a bit, um, it looks a bit more like traditional in the packaging, maybe like a little bit more simplistic. But what I quite liked is that like they're all different range of colours. There's like a fair range of colours on there, which is quite cool. But I never expected when I clicked on seasonal to get hit with so many of these really, really interesting ones. There's lots of like stouts on there. So there's that porter. Um, the labels are a little bit more interesting as well. They've got a gin. They've got an organic gin. I mean, Ooh. that's sold out, but they do have it. So yeah, that's another one that I think is worth checking out. I said I, I didn't really want to read out all this stuff because I want people to go yeah. and check them out for themselves. But those were just kind of the highlights from the Black Isle Brewery. Cool. So the next one I found was Camper Van Brewery. Who not heard so of Camper Van before? I, I feel like we've had I this had conversation. It. So I, they sound very familiar, but I'm not sure that I have actually properly heard of them but like I feel like I've just seen them in passing somewhere and I feel like we might have spoken about them before but I I included them in things that I didn't really know because I didn't really know a lot about them I think I've just heard about them in passing once but basically they opened in Leith in 2017 um they have on their website a bottle a sharing bottle or something that sounds so incredibly interesting it's called their lost in Leith sharing box and it's got one 750 mil of the Lost and Lathe sharing bottle, which is, I don't want to misquote what it is, but it sounded incredibly interesting. 
yeah okay yeah so they have like different variations of this lost and lathe so they've yeah. got like a uh, brett pills vintage 2021 they've got lost and lathe and this is one that sounds really interesting they've got a jasmine brett berliner which sounds fucking amazing oh, there's a honey God. brett berliner Ooh. there's a uh, gooseberry and nelson saison they've got um i think that is a dry hopped brett berliner and it's, yeah, aged in Burgundian Chardonnay barrels for 10 months with a single strain of Brettanomyces. Is that all yeah. in one box? No, these are like, these individual. are all different ones. Yeah, yeah, but they've mm. got the sharing boxes of Lost and Lathe, which then sent me down the path of like, what is the okay. Lost and Lathe? Yeah. And they've got all these like amazing different ones. Then there's, yeah, mixed from Farmhouse, Bourbon Sour Red, Belgian Quad, Orange Amaretto Milk Stout. Like how amazing. There's a tasting box for 38 pound 50 mm-hmm. and that has the bourbon sour red a honey brett uh, berliner the gooseberry saison the brett pills 2021 vintage the jasmine brett berliner and an allegra glass now that pricing that's really I, good isn't it i mean they're 300 they're 375 mil bottles okay. so if they're not yeah. huge huge but like I feel like that pricing for what you're getting is yeah. really interesting stuff. I feel like that is really, yeah. really amazing. They've got a few different ones. They've got a few different tasting boxes. Um, so that was one of them. There's also a winter one, a winter warmer, which has the Belgian quad, the salted spaceside, we heavy, and old-fashioned we heavy. There's two Ooh. of all of all of those. So it's six in total and and the glass. And then you've got one that's just called the Imperial Tasting Box. Salted Cognac Imperial Stout. Bourbon Chai Milk Stout. Old Fashioned Wee Heavy. And a Salted Speyside Wee Heavy. Um, this isn't fair because I'm not supposed to be buying beer. I know. I know. And I think so the Winter Warmers one was 44.25. The Imperial Tasting Box was 45. And then, yeah, the Supporting Funk Tasting Box was 38.50. Oh, that is exciting stuff. Um, I've had two Campervan beers, and I know of them. Um, I have had a Baltic Porter from them Oof. and a Rhubarb Hefeweizen that they did as a collaboration with McColl's that was oh, right. beautiful. So as I was say, did you not have the Rhubarb I, Hefeweizen? I think I might have had something where they collabed yeah. or something, because I think that's maybe where I had heard of them. But I hadn't really looked into them. I hadn't really looked at what they actually offered because i don't think it was like they were the collaborating brewery as opposed to the one that was where we bought it from yeah um i can't remember what it was and i don't think it was that one is it not the mccall's one i think i might have had it in a festival of things that i'm not going to (laughs) mention even though we're talking about scottish breweries there's one that we're not even going to bother mentioning um, because we don't want to for obvious reasons obvious reasons we don't want to so uh, but i think that might have been when maybe i had one of them i think that's where i've heard of them but then i've found them with other people since i mean it it's really interesting as well i don't again i don't really want to give away their story but the story of how they were founded was really uh, a pretty strong a pretty strong life experience that happens which oh. led them to find uh, you know founding this brewery and just looking at those bottles I'm so tempted I'm like oh, I really like don't 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 but they look amazing and they sound amazing so I might be team have to try camper van yeah so. <laughs> 
Yeah, that, that, we might have to put an order in there at some point. Mm. Then I've got Moonwake, which... Had you not heard of Moonwake before? I don't think I had actually proper seen... I, d- I didn't think I knew them by name, but mm. when I look at the labels, I recognise the labels. Okay. And I know... We, we know somebody who works yeah we know someone through social media who like works there as well um but I hadn't really heard of them until recently and but then I looked at the labels and I'm like actually they do sound a bit they look a bit familiar I had Um, some of their beer this past weekend yes I have a glass from the festival that we were at that again you could probably put two and two together uh they had a bit they had quite a they had a a room I think yeah they had one of the vaults Again, you can figure out yeah, you can figure out exactly what, what that is. Uh, and yeah, they were on one of the glass. So I'm just looking at what they've got. And they've got a Solero Pale. That sounds amazing. And they did a Rye IPA collab with this. So I yes. have wanted to try their milk stout for ages and haven't been able to get hold of it. But I did have... On the... Oh, it is on here. Let's see if you can actually buy it. And they it. were at... They were at London Christmas Beer Market. Um, and I was hoping that they didn't have the milk stout then. It, sad times. Mm. Um, but it is available on the website. I had a uh, Nelson Nelson Pilsner, I think. Is that what I had? Ooh. I think I had Nelson Pilsner from them. I didn't get a chance to stop and see them this past weekend because mm. I was just running around like a crazy person, like a headless chicken. So I didn't actually get to see them. But yeah, there's a Nelson Lager. Is that that's what you had? one I had. Yeah, that's what I had. Yeah. And yeah, I just the labels are really to me they're really satisfying because they look like Pokeballs. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a <laughs> circle that's like cut in half, but they just look like different Pokeballs. They're very um, simple, but yeah, I quite like that. Yeah. Again, yeah, simple but effective. And they yeah. make me think of Pokeballs, especially yeah. the XPA, the extra, I'm gonna guess extra mm-hmm. pale ale. Uh, because that's got like a white and red split for the circle, yeah. and it's just like a Pokeball. So mm-hmm. love it. <laughs> uh yeah, they're also based in Leith. So another one to check out yeah. uh and then yeah the last one i've got was wuha brewing uh yeah wuha brewing co which is basically their their near space uh which is again the highlands and they started in 2015 it's interesting so they've got some stats on their page that says they've been brewing uh they've been brewing 1891 days they've done 315 brews 10 countries getting a little wuha so i'm guessing that's they shipped to 10 countries total or they offer it in 10 countries total 15,000 highland cows in scotland interesting that's just a stat that's just thrown in there <laughs> i do love a good saying their logo is like their logo's a, got a highland, highland cow, cow. Uh, but i just love that it's like here's how many days we've been brewing here's how many brews we've done here's where you get the beer and there's 15,000 highland cows in scotland i love that and i fucking love highland cows they're i'm gonna go out there and say they're cuter than normal cows uh, yeah i think so so as well, like we were talking uh, about Zobel, um, another childhood program. It's like a Saturday morning program. Had a puppet that was a Highland cow because it was a, it was one of those Saturday morning programs, but it was set in a Scottish hotel, and their <laughs> their like mascoty poppy thing was a Highland Highland cow. Can't remember what her name was. If you remember what I was talking about, and it wasn't just a weird fever dream. <laughs> Can you imagine Let me know what people the name write, of the Highland cow people, was? People write in and they're like, no. No, it definitely <laughs> no, it was definitely a thing because they did like when they'd have celebrities and stuff on, I think it was when they had celebrities and stuff on, 
they would ask them questions and it'd be a game and they got a slice of toast every time they won won as their points and there was like this little jingle that was like toast have a little bit of toast and me and my brother sing that each other me and my brother sing that each other all the time so I know it wasn't a fever dream unless my brother and I were having a fever at the same time. <laughs> Maybe it was, yeah, both of you together. You influenced each other. With the Highland Tale. Genuinely hilarious. Like a toast jingle. Like, oh, yeah, toast. Weird, random. And it does, now whenever I make toast, that jingle does just go through my head. That's, yeah, I feel like I want to Google that now and be like, what's the actual F? Um, so, yeah, so Wuha has five beers in their core range. So they've got Hello Friday Session Pale Ale, Hot Pinata IPA, <laughs> Rotten, <laughs> it's hard to pronounce it when it's like split up, Rotten Roll Porter. <laughs> nice. It's just like when you see it set, like separated, it's a bit like funny to look at. Uh, Northern Mischief Craft Lager and Amber Storm Scotch Ale. So yeah, it's like following the theme, like a lot of these yeah. breweries. Oh, and I think that's actually quite, kind of cool that a lot of them do stick to making some of these traditional styles. And they do, a lot of them do it in a really interesting way as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty cool. I've had something from this brewery as well have you yeah you've been I've like trying them. all these these are like new to me and you're like i'm like no nah, i've had them no i've had them um i i was like i recognize that name and i have had a wheat beer from them that was in my local wonderful bar the pegasus Ooh. so it, th- their beer has got as far down as down here in canterbury nice it's quite yeah. good as well like looking at their store you can get mixed packs so you can get like a mixed pack of 12 330 mils for 25 quid or there's a pack of 12, 500 mils for 27 quid. And I feel mm. like that's quite good. And that's got yeah. the Session Pale, the IPA, the Lager and Smoked Porter in it. Um, smoked Porter. You know how we feel about Smoked Porters. Although, of course, our love will always be with Echo Black. <laughs> yeah. <which> is, <laughs> honestly, that was like the first thing at this festival at the weekend. Yeah. This episode is not, it's not a copper episode. It's just the easiest episode to do yeah. after you've been on the go for like days and days and days. Yeah. Uh, so apologies if we're low energy comparatively, <laughs> but it's been a long week. But the first thing I had to do at this festival was like, I need my Echo Black. <laughs> Echo Black I on saw, draft, Joe. I saw Helena and Nancy and I was like, please tell me that you have Echo Black. And they're like, yes. And I was like, I will be down as soon as possible for it. <laughs> Yeah, so absolutely love, absolutely love Smoke Porter yeah. so much. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's again, it's very nice that I really like the little Highland, little Highland Coo. I really love Coos. it. Little Highland Coo. It's me. adorable little cartoon there. <laughs> and uh, yeah. All right, so we are moving on to our next Scottish brewery. Um, and this Scottish brewery, like, really excites me. I they they make me very happy. Um, it is Epochal. Um, and they were founded in 2021, so they are incredibly new. And their first beers were released in June 2021, so they've not been around very long. Um, it's a real one-man band at the moment. Gareth Young is the person that is running it. Um, they specialise in barrel-fermented ales, as the name suggests, because they are barrel-fermented ales and they're lovely labels. Uh, they're in bottles, and they are beautiful bottles. If you are watching the um, watching the video... It's a gorge bottle. It's one of those nice, like, heavy-bottomed ones with the little divot in the bottom. And they've got these lovely kind of um, semicircular labels. 
it's again that simple yet effective thing yeah it's they're like, really beautiful but they're all like different they all just go yeah. like very simple like color and then yeah. the writing and they've all got really yeah. interesting names and um they I think a lot of them are based on like old recipes as well so it's quite and Scottish recipes in particular so they're really interesting um often they've got a good bit of funk about them because they're in the barrels like they are just they're really beautiful beers Um, so I've got the fixed stars which is a Glasgow light porter fermented in oak barrels Tori would you like to say what you've got yeah I've got ethereal substances which is 6.8% Scottish pale ale fermented in oak barrels uh it's hopped with Huel Melon and Centennial Huel Melon I feel like underutilized top like yeah. doesn't get utilized a lot i had the porter the porter's really good about the names i've been saying so it. gareth <laughs> so uh gareth basically his past career was in academic psychology and he's noted down on his website like a lot of the names that he go he he picks comes from that mm-hmm. and also um I've, I've spoken to you a bit on instagram and like looking at the stuff that's on his website as well it's not just beers you can get. I think it's his, I want to say it's his brother. Uh, it might not yeah. be up here anymore, but I want to say it's his brother also does like woodworking and it yeah. is the most gorgeous woodworking. Yeah. Um, he had at one point that, like I said, I can't see any of them on the website at the moment, but at one point he had like these gorgeous cheese boards mm-hmm. that was this beautiful woodworked cheese board. Um, I think they've just put a photo up the other day on their Instagram of like their new bar, which is just yeah, which he made gorgeous woodwork yeah. bar that has Absolutely like beautiful. has that uh, epoxy sort of finish to it just absolutely stunning and the names are stunning and that porter you have is stunning i took it to a dnd session (laughs) um and if you are lucky enough to find these on tap anywhere the pump clip is usually wooden as well yeah they're pretty when when you see the pump clips i haven't i haven't i've only seen them on the instagram i've not seen them in real life um, and actually, should we crack this open and then I'll that's crack. Well, about... while, we, while we crack it open, you yeah. can kind of explain, like, because yeah. these are not the easiest ones to no, get. No, these were not easy to get hold of. Um, I'd been watching them on Instagram for ages because I was like, that looks amazing. I want those. Um, and I hadn't found any down this way or in a shop that I could get hold of. Um, and then last Christmas, <sighs> they uh, actually managed to get a license. <sighs> to do a web shop and so I've just put in a big order <laughs> and I got Tori and I the beers because she was in the US at the time and I'm like it's fine I'll just have them delivered to my house and then we'll get them to you yeah um, you did say you managed to find them and you're like shall I order I'm like some? I'm ordering like, absolutely do you want them um so we've had these since then and obviously because they are aged already they age a little bit more so they will change over time um, I think then, unfortunately, they couldn't get a license again. Then it was difficult to get hold of. But I think the web shop is now back up and running. They are indeed. Um, yeah. You can get mixed packs. So you've yeah. got a six, a mixed pack of six, which is 36 quid. And that has uh, three of their new beers. One is a Scottish stock pale ale with Nelson. One is a Scottish stock pale ale with Motueka and the third one is a Scottish stock pale ale that has Goldings and Hellaratu. I can't pronounce that second half. Hellaratu, Yeah, I cannot pronounce that. I can never pronounce that. That is a fucking hard one. Hellaratu, <laughs> Middlefrew. 
middle fruit. Middle it's just like when they put those like the the marks on it, and then I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how do you even do that? And someone might be going to the Hallatel region. You're right. Show to off. Have a visit at some point. Show off with your new job. Yeah. You can pronounce things better um, than me. Well, just to make you feel better, my beer's really foamy, and she's come. To, it's been sitting here and got a little bit warm, and now she's foamy. Mine's good. Ha ha. Uh, but yes, yeah, so you've got that mixed six pack. You've got a mixed 12 pack. Like I said, that's 72 quid. And that has got uh, four of each of those as opposed to the three. And then there's an extra mixed one for 12, which is 70 quid. And then there's also oh, plus two bottles each of ethereal substance and two bottles of one that is a table beer with Saz. Oh, and two bottles of... Oh, there's another one. So there's... Yeah, basically this one's got way... There's more in it as opposed to the other one because there's like less of each. So yeah, pretty good. I really like the mix... I like the mix box things. Yeah, I love a mix box. Love a mix box. Um, This is beautiful. Oh, it's fun. It yeah, that one's, that one's really funky. Love lovely. it. Um, this is beautifully clear. It's like mahogany with this lovely, thick, foamy beige head, which is still coming out of the bottle. Um, it smells like cocoa powder. Like the best kind of cocoa powder. It's gorgeous, isn't it? Like bourbon biscuits. <laughs> and then like dry, roasty, co- like dark chocolate, dry finish. Absolutely beautiful. Like very, very, very drinkable. 6.2%. I took it to D&D to have it at D&D and I felt like I just didn't get the appreciation that it deserved. Oh, no. Why did you share it with those people? I mean, Lovely D&D know, people. No one, welcome, no one... but they're not, they're not the <laughs> to beer be fair, peeps, no, they? To be fair, they, they did, I don't think they really drank it. I think it was just me and Rick and I was just like... <laughs> oh, still? That'd be like me sharing this with Gordon. He'd be like, taste my beer. But I knew you had it already, so yeah. I don't really need to save it for yeah. you. And it's just like, I like to be thematic with my D&D, so I try to get more like interesting, like Oh, like more like old or old school styles, or yeah. yeah, and that just felt like. But D&D character likewise, might well drink a porter, or my D and D character drinks everything, everything and literally anything all the time. <laughs> like if I can get a to go cup, I've literally my D and D character has been like, "Can I get this to go?" And they're like, "Sure." <laughs> and I'm like, "Can I buy a cake?" I'm like the DM. Can I buy a cake? And he's just like. Yeah, fine, sure. <laughs> and then I barter. They're like, I'm like, how much is it? They tell me, I'm like, too expensive. I need it for cheaper. <laughs> Where's my supermarket? Lovely drops. I need those. Good for price. <laughs> I need my good for price. Lovely drops. Take my legal tendies. Give it to me. <laughs> That's my D&D character. Oh, that was, I've Love got it. an amazing new idea for a D&D character now. <laughs> <laughs> amazing uh, but yeah i mean i love like, with these i love that because they are sort of battle aged you know they are aged beers and they've got that mixed foam happening like you can leave them for quite like they are ones that you can leave to sit there for a while so it's like you can buy them and as long as you store them properly you're not yeah, like but... have to have it immediately no. so like i love it when it's like you can buy multiple of the same and then you can have one and then be like okay let's leave that for a while and see what it tastes like and how it develops yeah Although they're too, like, they're really good, so you might not want to save them. 
to be fair, I only, drink had, him. I only had one of each, and the only reason it's lasted this long is because I was like, it's not the right moment. It's not the right, right moment. Right. And I knew that I had to save one for a podcast. You got your Christmas Day saved, haven't you? And I have my Christmas Day saved yeah. because I wasn't here for Christmas. And then I was like, well, I'm not going to waste it on See, Christmas. I'm I had save. mine at Christmas, and it was absolutely beautiful it's quite literally the only one i have left i had this one which i knew i had to save one for a podcast episode so this is the one i saved yeah and i have my christmas day because i physically was like i can't just have it not on christmas day that feels weird um so yeah uh so i thought i'd also just do a quick run through of all the all the breweries now while we drink these because this is a 375 mil bottle yeah 375 mil bottle we'll drink this and i thought i can run through some stuff quick run through of the other places that I could think of that were worth mentioning so you've got 71 Bruin that was established in 2016 so I think the lot of the places that you see 71 Bruin in is you tend to see them a lot in uh like supermarkets like I think Lidl has them a bunch and uh that's the main place that I've seen them they tend but- to do a lot for international women's collaboration brew day as well I don't think I knew that one as much. Mm. Um, I just recognise them personally from from supermarkets. But looking at their websites and like what they do actually offer, um, they do a lot of good like fruited seasonal beers as well. Um, they have like their as part of that they have like um, strawberry crush. They had one called strawberry crush dark berry beret. That was that sounds really nice. It's a um, as you imagined, <laughs> dark, dark berries. So, uh, and it's got hints of fruit sorbet notes. So that's good. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's obviously worth mentioning because they're Scottish, but I feel like a lot of people probably know about them. So it's not too much to dwell on there. Uh, you have Brewtoon, which is in Peterhead. That was established in 2017. I really like the artwork on the Brutoon stuff. It's very cartoony, but very like brightly colored and very just um, very like sailory, piratey, very, very cool looking artwork in that sense. So I like, I've had quite a lot of their fruit ones. They're really good. They have a rhubarb and strawberry sour. That sounds mm. really good. Their fruit beers are good. And then they've got a raspberry cream out, which is one of their seasonal ones. That sounds so good. There's a black cherry sour. Uh, yeah pilsners pineapple pilsner that's a tropical pilsner i don't think i've ever really properly had a tropical pilsner that sounds really nice there's a raspberry ripple ice cream out nitro so these are all ones that like that one's not in stock for example but some of these others are so um definitely encourage people to go at least look at what they have a smoked porter called smoked machine we just talked about smoked porters and how great they are it's not in stock but it's still great um yeah check out what they've got they've got some limited edition stuff some collabs um all that then you've also got um i feel like i'm gonna butcher this name because i don't know i feel like i want to say chromati but i feel like it's chromaty 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 it is chromaty i said i I read it and i want to say chromaty but i feel like it should be said chromaty (laughs) <laughs> I'm like I feel like the right way to say it is how you should say it but that's not the way my brain wants to say it so thank you for correcting that one you're welcome uh yes yeah, so and then Rob will probably uh 
Robin times and I'll probably quote both of us. So probably yeah. <laughs> like that is not. They're like, like no, that's not how you say it. But there's like yeah. there's certain like you know what I mean though. There's certain like names like very like yeah. Scottish names that you're just like it's the same way that you're like why didn't you do a Scottish hello? It's yeah. like because I just knew <laughs> that I was gonna butcher anything I did, and so I hate reading some of these names. But yeah, I'm glad that at least what I thought it should be we yeah. think is right <laughs> so I've not actually had anything from them myself but no but I hear that they are really really good I've had some and I think they were on my list last year to drink more of and I couldn't find them <laughs> couldn't find them down this end of the end of the world yeah I mean they started um, in 2011 based obviously in Cromarty or Cromarty or Cromarty. however you want to say it <laughs> yeah however your brain wants to read it um yeah I've I've not I've not had them, but I keep hearing like really, really amazing things. They've got an imperial brown. Oh, and a Belgian black rye. Oh, that sounds amazing. There's 10 malt porter. Nice. Seeing what else they've got. Yeah, they do some really interesting stuff. I had chrome bongo. Chrome bongo. I like that. They've got a Munich sour hellas. So that's like. Munich sour hellas. No, style. Munich style. Munich style. style. (laughs) It's like a sour hellas. Because sour hell is what? No, that's when you went. That's when you. Oh, I was like, I mean, yeah, but like, also, uh... <laughs> I just meant more of like, oh, Oktoberfest vibes, love it. <laughs> and you were just like, oh, that's interesting. I was yeah. like, well, it's just a normal. Definitely heard you well. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, session white IPA. I like a good white IPA as well. Rye, red rye IPA. Lots of just yeah, love a bit of rye. Nice, really nice sounding things but i just hear that they're very good quality so like what have you what what did you have from them then crumbongo oh yeah crumbongo yes i think that's all i've had but like they were on my list because that was so good like i wanted to find more of them and i just haven't find them down here so the black belgian rye ale was aged in freshly emptied bourbon barrels for 24 months nice and they're packed into 500 ml bottles and that's only like 10 quid for a 500 ml bottle that's a battle um this next one i was really actually intrigued when i looked into it because like i was debating like some of them like the ones that were very supermarket heavy i was like supermarket heavy i was like oh do i leave them in because not that it takes anything away but i was like people see them in the supermarkets like but actually let me dig in deeper and see what they have so the next one i've got on the list is drygate brewing co um located in glasgow and I have only ever seen their disco forklift and like those supermarket ones. And I just thought like, oh, I bet, I bet they don't like, what do they actually have? That's that interesting. But they've got like their core range, which has that. And then they do what's called the B sides. There's their studio collection, their small batch. And I clicked on small batch because I was like curious to know what their small batches. And they did one. They don't have it anymore. <laughs> I don't know when they did it. Absolutely fucking devastated. They did one called Spooky Bitch. And the label looks like it's got a sad ghost on it. <laughs> it's a sad ghost. And it's a pumpkin spice latte, white stout. How did we miss that? I don't know, because I don't even know when this was. Well, right, I'm looking it up. It was a collab with Shoby Scribbles, <laughs> the Shoby creator Scribbles. of Spooky Bitch Coffee. And there's a link to our Etsy shop, which thank you, I will be checking out. Thank you, Shoby Scribbles. But I fucking it's called Spooky Bitch. And I love that it was a white stout as well. 
So someone had it in July and checked it in. To no one thought to under. tell me. No one thought to tell me that there was an amazing looking. I reckon this same ghost. I reckon this came out last Halloween. You know, nine percent. Oh, it's like they're just trying to kill me here. Yeah, I'm, looking I'm looking at it, at... and it's nine percent ABV, golden hued imperial strength ale, brewed with lactose, sugar, coffee beans, and vanilla, and infused with pumpkin spice blend, cinnamon, nutmeg, okay. ginger, and clove. Maybe they'll bring make it again back, this spooky year. bitch. Maybe they'll I make it again bitch. this year. Yeah, I mean, seeing that alone, I was like, well, they're on the list. Say no more. You're definitely added to this episode. It's happening. Um. But even just like looking at the other things they had in there were really good. They had like a Christmas pudding one. Um, there's one called Nightmare of Cake, which is a Black Forest Gatto. Um, they had a Spice Belgian Quad. And it was just so, and these are all in bottles. I mean, like I said, you can't really get them because they're obviously super limited, but um, an oak and apricot Saison, like, just such amazing like sounding beers and they're all in the bottles very different to what i know of them from supermarkets so i will redact anything i've said about them just being <laughs> the supermarket um, and and to be fair the ones that i have had from the supermarkets like i haven't hated it's just that it's not it's not to like what i it's not to where i normally drink yeah um, I don't do a lot of supermarket buying. Uh, they have peanut butter mocha milk stout. Oh my god! Just seeing that as I scroll through now, I think they did at some point. I don't think they have it anymore. Um, they did the peanut butter chocolate collab with Fierce, which was tasty. Yeah, I redact anything I've said. That's just that they're just fine. They're a supermarket beer, whatever. They do some really interesting stuff. So I've always enjoyed the ones of drygate that i've had i've not had very many but i've always enjoyed them that's it i don't think oh they've got an alcoholic ginger beer on the on their web shop <laughs> at the moment so i'm just trying to see i'm like please tell me the spooky bitch or something there is not but like i said i didn't hate disco forklift truck i just thought i was just like oh it's fine it's nothing like amazing run out and get it again but it's also like if someone handed it to me i'd be like yeah it's good i'll drink it but now i'm actually giving them second thought I'm like yeah hang on i need to keep an eye out and try more of some of this because i want spooky bitch i am a spooky bitch i want it um again kind of goes without saying <laughs> fierce is obviously on that oh, list i've done this all i've done this all in alphabetical order fierce is obviously on that list love a bit of fierce uh, yeah they're fir- i was interested their first commercial mash took place in may of 2016 really uh, yeah they're, they're not as i thought they were older than that Oh, their flavors are so on point with like everything they do yeah. their maple every time they've maple pancake it is like so maple so beautiful moose, moose. <sighs> all, all of them are good moose, moose are good. and very big moose i really so like um the eskimo joe yes so cold good. brew they're cold brew yeah, pale. so good it's so amazing i just had at the festival that we were at this past weekend i had their was it? I want to say it was like barrel aged bourbon maple bourbon, pancake. Bourbon maple pancake. It was good. That was so good, and it doesn't look like 
as strong as it's gonna taste it doesn't yeah. taste as strong like it, it's not like it's like this massively like boozy thing either. what did you have after it because it still tasted of, it still smelled of maple didn't it i can't remember what it was i don't remember i got something else and i'm fairly certain that it was rinsed <laughs> out and then i had it and you're like i still I'm like i can still smell, smell maple because i gave you a sip of it and you're like yeah. it still smells like maple <laughs> yeah. i think i I it's think I had Pomona. Change. I think I had Pomona Island. I had a Pomona Island yeah. after a fruity Pomona Island, yeah. and you were like, it's still "I can me. still smell <laughs> the maple." But it was just like, "Oh, mwah. like it was beautiful. good. It was so good." Yeah, it was so I good. never turned down Fierce, and what I really love about Fierce as well is they do have like uh, they do more funky, interesting stuff as well. It's not just like they have a whole separate range of stuff that they do. Um, trying to find i'm trying fierce to find by nature fierce by nature yeah yeah i've had those that was a oh. christmas present one year was the full set of fierce by nature so i'm looking good. at it now and they've got one that's the wild wild stone fruit sour which is very oh i love stone fruited i think fruits. The... amazing and it's got a fox on it with like peaches yeah, and stuff. And the... i'm like i really want it it's the beautiful. labels are absolutely gorgeous um i think my favorite was the brown i think there's a bramble one in that range that was gorge yeah uh have a break the kit kat one like, yeah that, that was, was good that was well. good all of them are just so good but i think i really need to order i'm not ordering anything i'm not ordering anything but if i was going to order anything i might have to order that um fierce by nature one because it's got the fox on it but i'm not ordering them but if i were that would be the one <gasps> that one might be out of are they still selling it yeah it's on the website oh, it's showing as no longer in production on it on on untapped but it might so it might be it might be even better because it might be aged well now i'm like hang on a minute maybe it's <laughs> out of stock and i but if it doesn't say out of stock now i'm gonna want to buy it because i'll yeah, be like what if i it. can't get yeah. it <laughs> there's that bit verbal bourbon maple pancake is on there though so definitely recommend do go out and get that i can click shop now on that Ooh. uh but i'm not going to because i'll get in trouble yeah you're getting in trouble i tried to blur my background people if you're watching the (laughs) video uh because there is a mess behind me it's empty bottles and cans that i haven't delabeled and a box filled with pc parts (laughs) um the next one literally i would have them on the podcast and my heartbeat home goat yeah so good they make really interesting things so many really interesting things uh so the founder of this was one of the co-founders of Fort city i'm pretty sure most people have probably heard of holy goat at this point because they have just been rising the ranks really over putting out bangers putting out banger after banger say that often putting out bangers they genuinely do i would say their artwork is on par if not rivaling like tartarus's yeah just absolutely gorgeous artwork they specialize in mixed firm which I fucking love like fruity mixed firm like just beautiful golden sour babies like they're all just amazing um yeah I I mean they only started like the like they only really founded in like the end of 2020 and just to see how much amazing shit they're continually putting out and I don't think I've had one so far that I've been like meh that's not that interesting I think there's very few that I've gone like I'm not interested enough to buy that I think yeah most of them I'm like I want to try that and I want to have that and I'm sad when I've missed out on it drinking out my holy goat glass as we speak if you watch the video uh we've got Locke Lamont so this one's quite good obviously female co-founder here 
um you know they started in 2011 they are another brewery who's available uh in a lot of supermarkets however i do think that they do some really really interesting good stuff they just did i don't think that long ago they had the collab with uh emperors didn't they Clamond. yes i think they did they had a collab with emperors and i feel like if you're doing a collab with emperors you know they've got to make some decent beers yeah. Damien's gonna come do a collab with you, you know it's gonna be pretty good. Uh yeah, I've got a black quipper, painted black and white, 12% black quipper. Mm. That is insanity. That is on their website now. If you've always if you've ever wanted to try a quadruple IPA and you love a black IPA, there you go. A black quipper. I don't think I've seen any before. Uh they also do an aged barrel-aged scotch ale, so days uh barley wines galore on there as well um <laughs> new barns we've covered new barns before so people probably have like heard of new barns but up there with all the good uk lager brewers i think yes really love the stuff mm. i've had from them as well so i think we we talked about them on an episode before they are female yeah. co-owned as well so that's really great worth checking them out you've got pilot i think we oh. know them from their sassy tweets they make amazing beer so and their tweets are sassy they're my I don't, even like I don't even like twitter and i know that if they've tweeted something i want to see it because it's yeah. usually great and their mochaccino mochaccino is- and their peach melba beers are just <sighs> i think they're classic beers nowadays the peach been melba so is good so good so good i'm seeing what they have they've got a barrel age collection at the moment um i don't think oh you can get the core range that has both the mochaccino stout and the peach melba sour and there's also their blonde uh i'm just seeing what else is in there the leaf lager vienna pale and an ipa mm. so yeah I, vienna I, pale I, pilots. Nice. pilots great um, so good so good next one is sinister bruco no, I've not heard of those before when you oh, said them the other week. They are, if you like Imperial Stouts, big barrel-aged beers, like Sinister is who you want. So they're like super small batch from what I understand. I don't even know where you can really buy them. I mean, there's a tab on their website like where to buy, but they are very difficult to get hands on i know like yorkshire craft beers i think you can get some at, okay. and there's like a few shops i've only ever had them because uh one of my friends who i like sharing things with he lives nearby he gets them okay they are just yeah very very small batch but just really good they're the ones that did the uh cinder surprise oh like okay the egg one yeah but it was yeah that one i didn't have that one i've had some of their other ones though and oh my god highly recommend if you like big boozy beers that's all that's really all i can say if you can get your hands on them do it because you probably won't regret it if boozy beers are your thing um yeah you've got six degree north so we had the coalesce yeah for the red wine did yeah. we actually have that on the day i can't remember if we actually had that on we the did day, if I just no, we had, no, it we had the separate we had the salera yes uh beer and it was gorgeous yeah six degree north do they 
tend to lean towards like Belgian styles as well, I think. Um, they do some delicious beers. Yeah, they've got a Belgian IPA, a wheat yeah. beer, all that. Oh, tasty, tasty stuff. They've been producing since 2013. Uh, you've got another one that I think, again, is known for like supermarket beers is Stuart Brewery. Uh, Stuart Brewery. Uh, yes, yeah, so they're female co-owned and they've been brewing since uh, they launched in 2004. And um, they, again, have some... I think what I've learned is looking at some of these they do have more interesting things available than like what people maybe tend to know them for. So I do wonder, like if you live in Scotland and you like frequently buy from any of these breweries that we see in supermarkets down here, but we maybe don't get to see everything for. Yeah. um, Let us know if, if maybe it's like a different vibe where you are. Cause I'd be really interested to be like, do you know them for something different than what we know them for, which would be supermarkets and the very limited stuff that we get to see. Um, it would just be interesting to understand if that's not the case if you're further up there. Uh, there's Tempest Bruco, which I, again, haven't tried myself, but is meant to be amazing. So they started in New Zealand and they started commercial brewing in 2010. Um, I saw this and like everyone says like they're really really good the artwork as well as like there's more artwork to the label but it also is a very like simple label but it's still eye-catching uh they've got some they've got a jalapeno and lime ipa they've got imperial brown ale which again that's amazing we love a brown ale i love a brown ale (laughs) they're the ones that did the mexicake uh, yes. Is, like, the label of I never want to have that. No, I don't think I got it as well, but everyone went a bit nuts over that, didn't they? It, I mean, it looked really good. It sounded really good, but I just yeah. didn't get a chance to get it. They've got a barrel-aged Imperial Scotch Ale as well. Mm. Uh, double Rye IPA. Oh, they've also got at the moment a bourbon barrel-aged Mexicake. So lots of really good stuff there. Um, yeah, whiskey aged Imperial Stout. Definitely check them out. Like I said I hear really good things about them. So it's one that I definitely want to check out. Maybe they'll make it to my next year's list. Uh, you've got Top Out Brewery, which was started in 2013 by uh, someone that has a love of the outdoors. And they just basically want to bring their love of the outdoors to the brewing. Um, they've got one on there. So they've got strawberry sour, which sounds amazing. They've got Hefeweizen which, you know, I love a Hefeweizen. Um, they have a strong, a, a Doppelbock strong Bavarian lager, which Ooh. love Doppelbock. Uh, Keller beer, Franconian lager, triple lemon sour. Just trying to like, I know I'm speeding through this, but I just thought I'll just throw out as many things in case something gets attention. Um, Fault City. I don't think we really Obs. need to say anything more about Fault City. Just Fault City. Full stop. Drink the carrot cake beer. It's so good. I think you've heard us talk about Fault City. Yeah. Probably. Just a little bit. Know. Just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little tiny bit. But what I did notice when I was just looking on the website was they do have their code of conduct now at the top posted. Ah. So you can click on it on the top bar. So I thought that was really, really good. And we might be talking to them about things related to that soon spoiler alert we'll see right we will see <laughs> uh and then we've got west brewery which is brewed in glasgow and started in 20, uh, 2006 so it was interesting because i didn't know i've had oktoberfest beers from them before yeah um i didn't know much about the brewery beyond just the fact that it i was like cool give me 
give me any of the Oktoberfest beers, like any fest beers or anything yeah. else you've got. I want that. And uh, apparently, so it is female owned and it was uh, owned by Petra, who's originally from Bavaria. And yeah, there's yeah. a lot of really interesting things to read on there. Yeah. Which I don't, again, I don't really want to take away from any of it. But what I will say is that I want to get the name of this right because it's quite important. And it's definitely, I feel like, worth us digging in more into this brewery. Um, but Petra set up in 2016, she set up the West Women Investment Fund to give both financial financial and personal support to other budding female entrepreneurs. Nice. Like how cool oh, we need to get her on. That? And they're employee-owned. So in 2019, they started an employee ownership journey. Amazing. Which is just like, yeah. I always think that's really cool. And their beer was really good when I had it. Yeah. So yeah. I enjoyed their beers. When I, I really them. specifically wanted to call them out. I think they're Go read more. It's all on there, on their R story. All of it spelled out. I think when I showed, I think I shared their beers for some reason for something. And um, I think someone from Scotland was like, oh, these are just available in the supermarket up here. And I was I like, wish. that's exciting. I wish I could just mosey on yeah pick them up easily yeah yeah it's really brilliant um so that's that so you've got one last brewery that we're going to blitz through yes cool all right we've got one beer left joe do you want to one beer of course it is from overtone and we got different overtones i have got pretty weiss i have the pop which is the apricot and peach sour, which I think you got. And then you were like, oh, apricot, no. Nah. Yeah, yeah, I think I got <laughs> I think I gave you that because I was like, oh, it's got apricot now, I can't have it. Um, I've got, sour, it, mine is sour cherry, boysenberry and red currant Berliner Weiss. That sounds fucking amazing. Um, yeah. I feel like if you don't know Overtone, again, I feel like they were right. absolutely smashing it over the last year. Yeah, so. I think so. Do you know what, though? I don't think I've drunk as much Overtone as a lot of other people because they make a lot of pale beers, and pale beers aren't my favourite. Although so they, they do make really good sours. They, Yeah, they do indeed. So they were yeah. founded in 2018, and according to their website, their head brewer, Dan, comes from New Hampshire, which always makes me happy to see a New Englander over yeah. in the UK. I love it all the time. Uh, so yeah, they're based in Glasgow, and so they self-described as specialising in New England IPAs. Um, but they also say they don't shy away from sours and stouts, which I could attest to. And they do other styles as well. Like I've mainly have their, I've mainly had their stouts more than anything else as well. Which yeah, I think just... I've mainly had their sours, probably their stouts. And like people, I know, I know a lot of people have drunk a lot of Overtone, and then I'm like, oh, I haven't had that met that many, and people are like, oh my god, what do you mean? And it's because they specialise in a beer that's not my favourite. But that, you know, doesn't take away because they make excellent sours. Oh, hold mine. It looks like cherry juice. Yeah, I'm pleased. This one looks like just mango juice, really. Even though it's like, it's like apricot and peach, it looks like a glass of like mango juice or something. She dark. <laughs> I feel like uh, this is more, it's a little bit more like solero-y where it's oh, just nice. like a little bit more like subdued but you still See, get like the that's what i thought it was going to be but because it's got apricot in it apricot doesn't like me so i decided to shy away from it just to it's, make sure it's like top but it's very subtle tart like very much in the background but it's really nice and i think that if you were someone that wanted to get into sours this would be a better one to have compared to probably what you have yeah mine's very wheaty 
which it, a billion of ice is a wheat beer. You're really getting that through at the end. Like it's tart and dry. There's and the the fruits in it, like cherry, boysenberry, and red currant, they are tarter, more sour fruits. Um, they balance really well together. You've got that lovely. It's it's tart and puckering, and then there's the fruitiness. It's not particularly sweet, but then there's that nice kind of wheat body in the back yeah. that you get from Berliner. It's lovely. Yes, this one is sweet. It's nice, creamy, fruity. It's got those like stone fruit, like beautiful stone mm. fruits. But then there's like that creep, like I said, there's that creaminess to it in the taste. And the tartness is like so far removed in the background, but it really is kind of like a Solero. Like it's just like a nice ice pop. Like I feel like if this was put in a slushy machine, be all it would it. make an amazing <laughs> slushy machine, slushy beer. Um, but yeah, really brilliant. I, I mean, I would argue, I think that they are kind of one of those new hotness breweries. Cause I feel like, yeah. especially over the last year, like I would say, probably the last 12 months it's been like overtone bang around for like people being like oh my god overtone's amazing yeah look at this stout has come out look at this you know and it's not even just been the new england ipas it's been so the oh stouts, yeah the sours, like everything yeah. across the board um and i th- i would agree with you i don't think i've had enough overtone not because i don't like the style either just because i've had so much to drink that i just yeah. don't tend to go to one brewery and be like yeah. i'm gonna just keep buying all of it but i feel like i probably easily could with them because they've got a lot of good stuff um i'd personally really like to see them brew a brave noise so i i'm fairly certain that they took part in the all together oh yeah i think they might have done um i just want to double check before i say that yeah and they're like no if i can didn't yeah, they did. Um, so I know that Overtone took part in the All Together Brew. So they're not shying away from initiative. That is for the people and bringing together, you know, people and community. So I feel like, not that, I mean, I want to see all these breweries do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not said, oh, you know, there's one or the other, but I feel like there's this special, because they've done the All Together, they're, they're one of the brewers that I could be like, cool, you've already done this, you know, collaborative brew. <laughs> It would be really cool to see them do Brave Noise yeah. just because clearly they're not shying away from the keep politics out of beer type conversation if they're willing to brew something like that. Uh, so, yeah, I think, you know, they, they do say on their website as well that they aim to bring people together and incite conversation. Like if you look at the About Us section, that's included in there. So, you know, what better way to incite conversation, bring people together than make a brave To noise. do a Brave Noise beer. I think their cans would make like... A lovely brave, brave noise because they could they do did. like the they they could do like the same blue colors, but it yeah. would just be like one of their yeah. lovely spirograph designs in different colors of blue but in the yeah Ombre. in the blue tones from from it. I think so. I think so personally. Come uh, on, overtone, you can do it. Everyone can do it. We'll buy it. it, but also <laughs> we'll buy it. To be fair, um, but yeah. That's kind of that. That's that's the end of everything. I I did ask sort of people what they what their favourite Scottish breweries <laughs> were. Pretty much the majority of people did come back with something that I've already said above. Yeah. But the two that didn't is uh, one recommendation was Otherworld. So uh, Ooh, not heard Mark of them. Submitted Otherworld. I hadn't heard of them either. Their website seems to be broken, so I don't really know what their story is, unfortunately. But what I can say is I absolutely fucking love their artwork because it's very much that old uh, 
like it's almost like old vintage like sailor jerry style tattoo if you think sailor jerry like that's the similar type of theme that their artwork is um genuinely fucking love it and they've got some really interesting things in a can which i don't think i've ever seen this type of beer properly in a can before at least labeled this way mixed fermentation new england ipa oh they've got that in a can really interesting mango and sabro tropical ipa they've got a mixed fermentation hazy pale they've got a new england sour they've got an apricot sour not for you for me the label's fucking amazing i love it they do a leipzig uh, a leipzig style goes (gasps) that's like the proper without all the fruit in it i don't see it on here on untapped i'm on untapped i'm untapped it's not on their website at the moment but the last <gasps> one i have is a smoked scottish lager yes i just saw that i was like yes please i want a smoked lager i thank you please had never thank you please yes <laughs> i had never heard of them before and i don't even no. care that they have a fucking massive spider with too many legs on the smokes i actually that's probably the one that i want the most and actually it's pretty cool and yeah i think between that and the apricot sour probably my two favorite labels on here but i really love that like sailor jerry style old vintage like sailor star artwork so much i just wish that the our story section worked so i could see about them but it's not (laughs) um so i can't tell you any more about them I can just tell you their beer looks really fucking good. And then uh, the last recommendation was Aaron Brewery. So the, Tamsin, who asked us to do the Scottish episodes, she's going to regret this because I've <laughs> waffled on. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's one. So she's recommended Aaron Brewery. So, yeah, they, they produce award-winning beers and real ales. And they do that on the Isle of Arran. So they've been doing that since 2000. With the sweaters? Sweaters? Aaron sweaters. Is that a thing? I don't yeah, know. Aaron Jumpers. Well, now I'm curious because <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, I, I like when you like sort of click on their shop. It says, please be aware that due to Brexit, we are currently unable to deliver anywhere in Ireland. But then underneath that, it says, with our recent move to naked packaging. <laughs> and I was like, what is that? <laughs> we said most of our packages out shrink wrapped only. Oh. So, okay, that's fine. I just like that it's called naked packaging. Yeah, because I was like, "Oh, risque! <laughs> what is that?" Um, but yeah, so those were all what I could find. Got two others. Oh, which other ones? Go. Uh, Belfield are in Scotland, and they are the gluten-free brewery. Oh, amazing! Yeah, and Jump Ship, which I believe they are a low. Yeah, they are a no alcohol brewery. I have heard of them. Yeah, yeah, and they're in Edinburgh. There's amazing. two more. I mean, I I did find a fuck ton more that I've just put in a separate folder for if somebody wants to know more about more Scottish breweries, especially really, really tiny ones. And I will say, as I went and I followed a bunch of them on Instagram, so many more were recommended to me that I was like, okay, also in Scotland, cool. And then I just fell into like a rabbit hole. Nice. Following. Scottish beer. Good stuff. Yeah. People are probably like, what the fuck? You've just gone on a sudden rabbit hole of Scottish beer. I feel Why? like... I feel like now we've done this one. I feel like we need to do a Welsh beer one and and Northern Irish and an Irish one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we could yeah. do it for like any if there's a specific yeah. country you want to know about. I can do. It. We can make it more interesting. Let's know. Going forward. I just sort of was like, 
Oh, just name a bunch of things. <laughs> there we go. We're giving you Anyways. that. If you want, what if you want to know about a beer for beers from a particular country, Tori, where can they get hold of you to ask you about that? Uh, they can get hold of me so I can redirect them to you on <laughs> Instagram at adventures underscore in underscore optimism, uh, or on gmail at adventures in optimism at gmail.com or you can email the podcast which normally i more likely pick up yeah uh which is a women's brew podcast at gmail.com uh when i redirect them to you joe where would i be redirecting them um you can find me at my beer school which is love beer learning we're on facebook instagram twitter tiktok and pinterest Talk to me about all the F-bombs that Tori dropped in this episode because there was a lot. I don't think there's that many. <laughs> there was more than usual, but I'll, I'll, I forgive you. Um, um, you can also get hold of us at A Woman's Brew on Facebook, Instagram. I mean, we're on Twitter, but you probably won't get hold of us there. You're better off getting us on Instagram. Come there and ask us your country-related questions with beer. Um yeah, I think that's it. Is that all the places? We, we told yeah, them all the places. We, think we, earned, we earned a break. So. We did. We're going to go finish all these delicious Scottish beers that we've got now. And then now. go to bed. <laughs> and then go to bed, yeah. It is, it is dear listeners, a weeknight. So <laughs> we're going to bed. Uh, so on that note, cheers. cheers.